I'm getting more breaking news. This, this, this is the D-Word Podcast with Dion G. Hey everyone, welcome to the D-Word Podcast. And today's podcast is a very special podcast. I know that if you are in South Africa, we have experienced something very traumatic the last week. And uh, if you're in KZN or Gauteng, parts of Gauteng, you've experienced what I'm talking about. I think Googling the words looting and violence in SA has been very common, especially people abroad trying to figure out what is actually happening in South Africa. But I'm not here to talk about that. I think a lot of us, no matter which walk of life you're from, um, is, is actually trying to find ways to move past the situation. And it's very difficult. I can be honest with you. I've been a person who's very active on social media. And sometimes I don't even know what to post because I feel like, is this going to be relevant? Do people really need to hear this? And I felt like, let's do a special podcast from somebody who we've had before on the D Word podcast and somebody who I believe can impart some knowledge to you. So uh, we are going to say hello to Alison Coates, an emotional intelligence coach. Welcome to the D Word podcast again. Oh, thank you so much, Dion. It's so wonderful to to be here again and really just grateful for the opportunity to reach out to other people, to the community. And, you know, that's what we really need right now is this opportunity to all reach towards each other. Thank mm. you. Now, I know that when I pounced on you, I said, hey, Alison, I think we should do a small little podcast and just share some hope because hope is the one word that is just hopping around. It's just like, Let's hope. Let's hope. But I believe there's, there's ways to work from this with hope. And that is what this podcast is all about. So, Alison, Coates, why don't you give us some hope in today's podcast? Thank you. And, you know, when you called me, which wasn't too long ago, only a couple of hours ago, and you said, let's do, let's have a, let's talk about hope. Let's talk about this beautiful emotion Hope is such a powerful emotion because it's more than just wishing for something. Hope really means that we really believe in that optimistic future. And I think for all of us right now, that's where we have our hearts and our minds need to start moving towards. And that's why we decided to call this moving forward with hope because we've got to move into that optimistic heart, that optimistic mindset. This allows us really to move from feeling like a victim to feeling like we're thriving through the challenge. We're moving through this time. And moving into this hopeful mindset, really focusing on on leading with hope, what it does is it allows us to stabilize some of those really frantic and rather anxious emotions and thoughts that might be going around in our minds, but also those thoughts and emotions that we might be, um, you know, projecting and portraying to other people. We must remember that in times of 
challenge and hardship, all of our emotions are going to be contagious. So what we put out there is only going to be amplified. So let's put out some hope. To have hope is to cherish tomorrow. To have hope is to look forward to tomorrow with an optimistic mindset. And importantly, coming from the heart with an optimistic heart. So that's what hope is all about for me, Dion. Well, that, that's very powerful words you, you just used there. I think some of those stuff is tweetable, by the way, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think that let's, let's be honest here, right? Over the last three days, specifically this weekend that has went by, uh, a lot of people are utilizing WhatsApp messages and voice notes and passing it on and spreading panic. And people ask, uh, uh, do we take this seriously? Do we ignore it? The person sounds professional, you know? Maybe we should take it seriously. Uh, I, I used a line <clears throat> to a couple of my friends recently, and I said, as soon as someone sends me that, I just delete because I believe it's toxic if I fuel myself with this. And I think it's also very difficult for people to say, I want to listen. But you have the, the control to allow that to become a toxic thought in your mind or to just say, no, I don't want to hear this. How does one deal with all the aftermath of the, um, the, 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 the situation we are facing in South Africa, especially when it comes to people now sending messages, people spreading panic? How does one deal with that? So important. And I think we, even myself, I mean, I fell prey to some of those messages over the weekend. It's just human nature because I think for the most part, we so crave an answer to this problem. So every message, every image, every tweet, whatever it might be, is a potential answer to us, isn't it? Mm. So it's only natural to want to listen to those messages. It's only natural to want to engage in some of those conversations. And I'm not saying don't do it because it's part of who we are as, as humans. We seek those answers. But protect yourself from the chaos, isolate from the catastrophe of it. So if you know that you are the kind of person that is very easily brought into the story behind what's happening, just for the next five days, maybe 10 days, hell, challenge yourself to do 21 days, do a complete fast, like no gossip, no storylines, no, um, if you see something that's been forwarded many times, we each see that little thing yes, on, on yes. our WhatsApp, <laughs> really be disciplined about choosing not to listen to it, really be disciplined about deleting it, and even go so far as to tell people, if it's a family WhatsApp group, if it's a small community WhatsApp group, guys, can we just keep this to family-related information? Or I'm on a WhatsApp group with my running girls, and I love it because we only talk about running, sometimes having coffee and baking and things, but it's generally a very positive group. Set those boundaries with your, with your families, with your friends. And if you have to remove yourself of a WhatsApp group for the next 10 days to save your mind, to save your sanity... Please do that. Nobody's going to be offended. I promise you, nobody's going to be offended. 
And if you feel like you need to just let people know, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm finding it really tough right now to constantly receive all these messages. Please don't be offended. I'm just going to be leaving the group for the, for the next while. Mm. Love to you all. Stay safe, Alison. I mean, if I got a message like that from somebody on one of my WhatsApp groups, I'm not going to be offended by them. Mm. I don't know how you would feel. I actually, um, I'm not actually a WhatsApp person. So um, okay. uh, I, my WhatsApp is permanently switched on silent. So mm. I don't get any messages. I mean, I do have uh, a few important people who do message me, but I'm not like permanently on WhatsApp. I think if somebody sees my last scene, it'll be a couple of hours ago. But uh, I have had um, situations where when I go back at the end of the day, I look at a whole lot of people that have sent me stuff um, and I just delete it and I clear it. They've given me some homework to do. So I clear it out. And then I, I, don't, I don't want to engage a conversation, but I think because I'm in media, everybody tends to ask me information and like I'm supposed to give them the answers. And uh, I even said this on my radio show. I said, if somebody sends you a voice note, ask yourself the question before you forward this on, am I adding value to somebody in my vicinity who I'm forwarding this to? Because I can actually make them feel stressed. I can make them feel anxious. I have the power to say, no, let me just diagnose this. Let me just look at it myself. Mm, maybe not, maybe not credible. I mean, there were, lots of, there were lots of voice notes about Monday being a bad day, but pretty much looks like a normal day to me. So I, I'm not saying we shouldn't have wisdom in the situation. I'm saying we need to have wisdom, but I'm saying we need to be a little bit more aware of what we are getting and sharing. It's mm. easy to forward a message. It's very absolutely. easy. Absolutely. But and, how much value is it to somebody else? Yeah. Mm, absolutely, Dion. And that's the contagion aspect of it that I'm talking about. Are we, are we being part of that... Um, effect on the rest of our community, part of driving that anxiousness, that stressful state. Uh, so, and, you know, somebody also said to me yesterday, if we've got the message, then so many other people have got the message too, because you know what, these um, Telegram and WhatsApp, and any of yeah. these chat, chat um, tools that we have, they run right, but they, they, I mean, we very quickly lose control over how quickly things spread. So I love what you say there about really think about whether or not you are adding value. And for me, maybe what we could even do is challenge people to say, am I adding kindness? Am I adding hope? Am I bringing joy by sharing this message? These are very powerful emotions and feelings. And it might sound a little bit trite for me to say to you, think of kindness first or, you know, allow your heart to uh, and your mindset to be overflowing with hope. Mm. That's what we really need right now. Wow. And, and Alison, so, so what you're saying is kindness is also a key element of, of where we are right now. And I think that um, when we utilize our social media, it's actually, we are now ambassadors of hope because you can influence somebody to feel panic or not especially with your social media. And I, I will tell you something that I've, I've been in a position to, to control. I said, hey, if I can't say something positive or hopeful, don't say nothing at all. Just, just yeah. don't do anything, you know? Uh, and I think over the last few days, 
it was only over the, over the weekend where after everything was going on, I said, let me just give a few posts of hope. Um, I don't want to say it. I just feel that saying less is better, but saying the exact point is vital. And I think right now where we are a week past where it was, uh, a lot of people are confused as to how are they going to go into the next season, uh, especially if your work is affected. Uh, if your work is affected, I mean, there's a lot of things that a lot of people will be thinking now, do I need to look for a new job? Um, and even that comes with a whole lot of stress. How does one deal with that element if your work, uh, your job, your career is now affected based on the aftermath of what has happened? How does one deal with that? How does one get back on track? Again, Dion, it's so important to keep this in check. Keep your the thoughts, the words that you're using your ruminations, your quiet conversations that you're having with yourself late at night, really guard against that spiral of negative, really strong and unproductive uh, emotions and feelings and conversations that you have with yourself. I think if you have been affected right now, the best thing you can do is try to keep your, your emotional state neutral or towards the more optimistic. Mm. I'm not saying that we have to disregard our strong and unproductive emotions, but we don't want to be hijacked by those. We need to notice that we are feeling upset, that we're feeling disappointed, that we're feeling angry. Gosh, I've gone through all of the emotions this last week because I mean, for somebody who holds space for other people, it was really difficult for me to be able to coach people very optimistically, given what we were all going through uh, at the time last week. So I had to be very honest with myself and my clients about that. And I actually canceled a few of my, my client calls because I wasn't in a good space. I didn't have a lot of sleep. I hadn't, um, you know, we'd had late, early mornings, basically, because we'd been up most of the night. And that wasn't a good space for me. So being honest about where I was and looking after my own mental wellness so that I can look after other people. And I think that's something else we can also consider. So coming back to your point about somebody who really has been affected is take care of your own inner dialogue. Take care of the way that you're talking about yourself. Don't get attached and, like I said, hijacked by all the gossip and the catastrophe that's going on. Try to stay in your lane. Try to work with what it is that you can control. We can't control everything, but what can you control? We can control our own thoughts, our own words, and we can control the people that we hang around and the people that we engage with. Okay. Another thing that you might like to do, and this really helps when we start feeling really uncertain and really anxious is to reach out to other people. And maybe in reaching out to other people in a way that you could find out if somebody else needs help. So here I'm talking about reaching out in service not reaching out to always ask for something, but reaching out to offer something. Volunteer, maybe your neighbor, maybe somebody you know, 
needs something that, that you have either as a strength from yourself, a skill that you have, or a resource. Um, we've seen such wonderful, wonderful examples of people joining forces, sharing groceries, helping out. I've got somebody who's got a farm and they've got milk and they're coming into Durban. Who needs milk? I know somebody who's got vegetables. Who needs broccoli and cauliflower? I mean, we're starting to see the shops are, are becoming um, stocked again. So we, we don't need to panic. But when you're feeling very uncertain, you feel like you don't know what to do, reach out towards other people, community, collaboration, connection, all of these things are so important to us and they really will help you to move forward with hope. Mm. I like that, community and collaboration. Community and collaboration. I think we all have seen that this week, community uh, and uh, how we can all stand together. So Alison, just to, just to recap, uh, moving forward with hope, if we had to have a few guidelines just say, for example, you are in panic mode where every single one of us have been there. Uh, you're in a position where I need to focus. What are some of the tips you can give us just to summarize what we've been talking about today on the podcast? What are some of the tips to move forward with hope, especially in South Africa? Okay, this is a really quick tip. And I'm going to, and this works no matter where we are. So from a brain-based perspective, it's very difficult for us to be emotional and logical at the same time, okay? So one a really good tip is the first thing we need to do, and your mom has told you to do this for your whole life, is to take a deep breath. So take a deep breath. And what's important when we take that deep breath is we consciously take that deep breath. So we breathe in for two and out for four. And we really focus on being very conscious about a rhythmic breathing pattern. The reason why we breathe out for longer, twice as long as our in-breath, is because whenever we breathe out from a, from a biology perspective, we automatically slow down the nervous system. So we're breathing in and we're breathing out really slowly. Once we've taken a good few breaths, then let's get logical. So what we can do is, can you think of all of the countries in the world starting with an A, name at least six, and then think of all the countries starting with a B, name at least five. And when you've worked through A, B, and C, then I want you to start doing some maths. If you still feel like you're in that anxious mode, Remembering your conscious breathing. Two plus two is four. Four plus four is eight. Eight and eight is 16. 16 and 16 is 32. 32 and 32 is 64. I'm not giving you a lesson in maths. I'm helping you. I'm helping you to yeah. give your brain something to do other than panic. Mm. Yeah. It, sounds, it. it sounds very simple, Alison, but I think a lot of us just need to understand we are in control of our thoughts. We, not somebody else. We are the ones who say, hey, I could do this or I can, I can follow the tip that you just gave us where focus on, on taking deep breaths, two in, four out, where you can do those 
those counting things that you did, which was quite interesting. Countries, that's an interesting one. I never tried that. I always tried that one though. But I think that we will get through this entire situation we're in. Yes, right now our emotions are running wild, but we need to be aware over the next few days and see how things are changing and, and somehow be there for those around us. As you touched on community, be there for people. And, and if somebody wants to talk to you, don't make the conversation about what is going on. Make the conversation about something else, you know? Uh, and uh, I recently uh, I've been, you know, trying as soon as I get home from work, my phone is away. So I'm away from that. And if I talk to my dog or whoever, I'm happy because I'm doing something that's a little bit away from it. Uh, if you have, if you are, if you have access to streaming services, put on YouTube, put on a meditation video, put a TV show on, do a marathon of shows to watch. I mean, put a, if you're, if you're a gamer, put a game on, play something. I've been feeling myself with that. And it has worked for me because I'm also in the position where I was a bit anxious that, Hey, what happens if this goes for longer? But I've learned that I am in control of it. I can't control it. And I am the owner of my happiness, but I need to make sure that whatever I'm doing is not fueling anxiousness, but fueling hope as you talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very easy. Oh, I, I, maybe easy is not the right word, but it can be easy to feel hopeful when we step outside into the beautiful South African sunshine, when we can feel um, some grass beneath our feet, we can listen to the leaves, no matter where you are, I'm sure that you have access to some form of nature, a tree, a park, a beach, somewhere where you can go and feel that beautiful, warm South African sunshine and start to look forward to tomorrow with hope. Moving forward with hope. Uh, I feel that uh, if, we, if we can take away one thing from this is the fact that South Africans are resilient. We will get through the situation. We just need to take it one day at a time. Mm. One day at a time. And in fact, hope almost dares you to look forward to tomorrow. So mm. I'm daring all of the listeners to look forward to tomorrow. <laughs> and yeah, just really great to have have had this opportunity to share these these ideas and this conversation with everyone. Alison, thanks once again for making the time to chat to us in a, in a short version of the podcast. But yeah. uh, I'm grateful that you actually gave us uh, the opportunity to share uh, what you've given us. I think you've given us some real gems that I'm sure that people can apply. And uh, the rest is up to us as South Africans. Yeah. Cool. Be thanks safe. a lot, Alison. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.